game or anything yeah i mean i'm always down for a warm-up game okay all right then let's yeah let's do like a little let's do like a little um you're listening to inside trader blows oh no wrong one you're listening to inside trader kroger the podcast formerly known as inside trader blows the alt milk and nut milk enthusiast podcast I am your host, as always, Peter Nopallet, and we are here with a very special guest this week, Cassie Casalva-Rootsman. How are you doing, Cassie? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Good, good. So uh, we do have a new special treat that we get to... <gasps> I thought you. I thought your brand new battery was bulging. Uh, uh, my bit! Uh... <laughs> Wait, okay, 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 okay. I thought your brand new battery was bulging. This isn't going to work for the podcast because it's hard to explain. But like, okay, so I was hiding I was hiding today's special alt milk treat in like the, in between my phone and my phone case. I had like, I snuck it in there because you didn't want me to fuck with it. No, so because I, like, I wanted stole to use it. it. So I, I stole it and I hid it in there. Yeah. And then you thought my phone was still bulging and I fixed the battery so it's not anymore. But it looked bulging because I was hiding something in my yeah. phone. So what did you think when you found Mad Hippie Advanced Skincare Triple C Night Cream with Rishi Turmeric and Cloudberry hidden in my phone? I was a little upset, honestly. I was a little teed off because I thought I had a moment of panic because it really felt like your battery was bulging again. <laughs> and then when I found out that it was the complimentary sample size face cream that I had gotten to use that you had stolen to make into a bit, I got pretty pissed off. <laughs> okay. And so I just took it out and I laid it next to okay, your phone. Well, thank because you. at the time, I just wanted you to know that I had found it. Thank you for finding it and giving it to me. Can we will restart the bit, I guess? I guess we will restart the bit. Okay. You're listening to Inside Trader Kroger, the podcast formerly known as Inside Trader Blows. I'm your host, as always, Peter Nopallet. And this is a nut milk and alt milk enthusiast podcast. Now, the problem with doing this podcast for many weeks, as you probably know, Cassie Kasava Rootsman, our special guest today, is that uh, it does get harder to source new and novel uh, alt and nut milks. So we're going to have to go a little bit out, off the beaten path. Out, outside the milk bottle. We're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to think outside the milk box. That's right. And um, what we're gonna do today is enjoy Mad Hippie Advanced Skincare Triple C Night Cream with Reishi Turmeric and Cloudberry. Okay. Spectacular. All right. I do have a spoon here. I forgot to Google whether or not Reishi is poisonous. Oh, we're not gonna eat this, are we? I mean, I am gonna eat. I mean, I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. This is a this is a sampling well, podcast. No, we sample it, nut and alt milks. No, you put it on your face. I'm gonna I'm gonna sample no, you, this nut alt this alternative. It's like the, an alternative can yogurt. Please see the pet. No. Why did you just put lotion? 
lotion in your mouth. Can I please see the ingredients? What? Why did you just put lotion in your mouth? Oh, God. Oh, for an all-natural product, this has about 37 ingredients. <laughs> well, good. That's that's fantastic to hear. I didn't even look at them. Can you believe that? Do you want to try it? No, I'm not going to put lotion in my mouth. <laughs> you know, you know that um you know that feeling you get in your mouth when you have like really na- like a lot of really nasty fatty whipped cream? Yeah. It's that times a billion. It's um, maybe the most unpleasant thing I've ever experienced. I'm going to drink some kombucha now. I didn't, I've never eaten lotion before. I didn't know what to expect, you know? Can are I have sure that you... spoonful of lotion, please? Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to try any? I'm 100% Cassie? sure. Cassava Ritzman? No. I'm outside the bit. I okay. left the bit when you ate ocean, lotion. <laughs> you, you, you ate some lotion and I left the bit. Uh, would you like to introduce the podcast? In a minute. Okay. Jess is currently just applying some lotion to her face, getting all the crevices, doing a good rub. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess. And I'm Peter No Palette. And on this podcast, we search the internet for the wild... (laughs) The wildest, wildest, zaniest things people have to say about just about everything. And we bring those... Oh, that towel tastes really bad, too. Oh, gosh. We bring those (laughs) reviews here. We bring them here. We get them from your favorite crowdsource review platforms, and we bring them here to surprise you and surprise each other. And boy, color me surprised. (laughs) Um, I'm going first this week. Do you want to tell our kind, kind listeners what else you have in store for us? Hey, Google. Google. Oh, fuck. Google is... Oh, God damn it. Okay, uh, all, all it got was Google. <laughs> it's now just searching Google. Fuck it, never mind. I was going to ask it if Rishi's poisonous. Okay, let's... Uh, so you're going first. I am. You're yes. going first. Uh, I went first last time. Friends, we've moved apartments. Yes, we're, we have. We're in a brand new apartment. Most of our stuff... Well, a, a, a healthy slice of our stuff is still packed. We've actually done a really good job getting unpacked. But... Boy, howdy, are we exhausted as fuck. Yes, we uh, are. But we are going to do this anyway, and it's going to be fun. I, have you, a, I think I have it? a really good one lined up. Cool. What is it? Um, We're going we're gonna to sign off on a bit. It never got a recurring segment name. Oh, okay. But it's one that we've done, I think, three times. We're going to sign off on it because we're out of material. Oh, all so right. So we're going okay. to send an old bit home with a bang is my teaser, and we'll, we'll get to that later. Do you have any guesses? No. Okay. Could be so many different things. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. I'm excited for that. Uh, today, we are going to talk about, among other things, Hasbro Gaming Trivial Pursuit Game Classic Edition. Sweet. Wait, wait. Okay, so Trivial Pursuit Classic. Classic. Okay. It's that one that comes in kind of the dark blue box with the gold oh, lettering. Oh, we have it, yeah. Yeah. Well, we we actually have the classic, classic version. We have uh, the one that came out in like the 90s. Right. It's all very outdated. Um, yeah, that's uh, 50 bucks, huh? Yeah, I guess it's so. Too F- much. Too much. I got too ours much money. A, I got ours as a good at a Goodwill. It it baffles me that anybody in their right mind would purchase a new copy of Trivial Pursuit. I have never been in a in a Goodwill store 
across this nation that <laughs> didn't have a copy of Trivial Pursuit in it. Like, do not ever purchase a new copy of Trivial from Pursuit. An, from any year. I mean, yeah, they, they like, literally, like, they, it's, they have a whole warehouse section for each store dedicated to Trivial Pursuit. And you can have the year of your choice. Yeah. <laughs> you can get Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. You can get fucking Jenga Trivial Pursuit. I'm not promising That's where, all like, that. Every time you fuck up a question, you have to remove a Jenga piece. Oh. It's a hybrid. They, they have everything. They have a 1986 red label Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> the finest vintage imaginable. So fucking tasty. Spread a little lotion on that. Mm, it's good. Gross. I feel like if you had, you had some amount of energy left for this recording, and I feel like, <laughs> and then you put lotion in your mouth, and it <laughs> left. Did you? What? Could you see it drain out of my body? Yeah. No. You. You are. You are zonked now. Yeah. Like my the last like little bit of the hinge I had that was holding me on to reality and humanity is it just gotcha. popped right off. I am wildly unhinged. Uh, well, keep drinking your uh, caffeinated kombucha, which is basically an energy drink for hippies. Hey. It's basically I'm, a Red Bull for people who are pretentious like I'm us. I'm also drinking a lemon lime seltzer, so I have a caffeinated kombucha and a okay. Sprite with no sugar. Okay. So I'm rocking Wildly and unhinged, yeah. Wildly okay. unhinged, but that's okay, because so is Dixie. Dixie in this review for Trivial Pursuit Classic. One star, very disappointed with the new updates. <laughs> oh no, what have they done to Trivial? I... I would give it less of a star if I could. <laughs> I loved playing Trivial Pursuit. I was thrilled to see the classic version. However, not the same game I played back in the late 80s. Less questions, questions regarding new pop slash rap. Fewer questions. This is why you fucking I, suck at Trivial I, Pursuit. Ooh, I know, Dixie. I know. That's my least, that's my like pet. Pe the English language is made up and I try not to be that person, but that's my like pedantic switch is yeah. when people say less instead of fewer Ugh. for multiple objects. I'm like, oh, God, really it doesn't gets, even sound right. Really gets your nads in a grinder. But I'm trying to remember that language is made up. Yeah. Um, less questions. Question Question regarding new pop slash rap singers at my age. I have no clue these people are, let alone answer questions about this. Not happy with the upgrade. <laughs> so Dixie has been left behind by Trivial Pursuit. So Dixie Dixie was enjoying some cucumber sandwiches yeah. with the other, you know, the other older folks having <laughs> having a cute Sammy, having a little black tea. No sugar in the black tea these days, unfortunately. Not these but days. These days it's it's decaf. <laughs> it's all decaf, unfortunately. You know, you gotta. It's the it's a pacemaker thing, but <laughs> you know, and you get to that question. And you ask the question and then you kind of wrinkle your nose and you're like, what the fuck is this question about? And your, your friend is like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And then you look at the answer and you're like, Kanye, who, <laughs> who the fuck is Kanye West? What? <laughs> Literally when you were, I was like, yeah, the question's probably about who did Kim Kardashian marry in an elaborate wedding. <laughs> Kanye. What's a Kardashian? <laughs> what? Um, yeah, you'll find, uh, we will find that there's, the content of this game has disappointed many people, like KC, who also has a one-star review. I've played many Trivial Pursuits, usually they're smart, and, oh, sorry, sorry, this is important. I've played many Trivial Pursuits, usually... They're there, smart and clever. <laughs> Unfortunately, this one is the millennial 
SJW dumbed down version. Oh, yes. Fuck yeah. Give me more. Except Wayne. Oh, that's it. Oh, that's it. No, that's come it. on. Back it up. Not You're even... so disappointing Not... when you throw some tasty fucking good meat out there like that and then you don't fill you don't I know. follow it up with a good mashed potato. Yeah, come on, hook it, me up. If if <laughs> what if part of it offended you, you little fuck? Come on, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Drago, get him. But Wayne had a slightly different problem to Star's questions are too hard. (laughs) You really do have to be Ken Jennings to play this game. The questions are too hard. I owned the very first edition and was able to answer the majority of questions. This edition is way too hard for the average person. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Fuck, that's sad. It's so sad. What do you do when you're too hard? (laughs) What do you do when you're at home and you're playing Trivial Pursuit with your family and you did spend fifty dollars on it, so you really wanted a good experience. Really wanted a good experience. And goddamn, did you want to just avoid more awkward conversations with your parents? And damn, damn to walk to walk away from your fifty dollar buy feeling inadequate. Inadequate. It's the best I have. Basically, just like this three-star review from Amazon customer. Nice set, but questions are of two recent pop topics and don't coincide with my interests. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man. In this one-star review for pub trivia. Yeah. <laughs> Questions are too hard and don't coincide with my interests. I'm really I'm really more of a sci-fi person. There's just a lot of basketball. There's so much basketball. There's so much basketball and why? I don't I don't even understand why sometimes they get 3 points and sometimes they get 2. I have ha- no I, fucking idea. Baffling. Ba- it's baffling. Carol has a 4-star review. Not a true classic edition. Uh-oh. I was so excited to repurchase this family favorite game. It is still good quality, but don't get fooled by the classic edition headline. It's oh. not. When when questions are about Ariana Grande, Jimmy Fallon, and even events from <laughs> 2015, that's not the classic edition. We will still play it, but it's now geared for the millennials, not middle-aged adults. <laughs> Middle-aged adults weren't alive in 2015. I mean, okay, but like, to be fair, the classic edition labeling is strange, I guess, given like, I mean, what does that even mean? It's just the classic format? Yeah. But I I could understand how someone would buy it and be like, this is all going to be like, this is going to be questions about you know james dean yeah and uh i, I fucking i don't know uh katherine hepburn like just you know <laughs> all it's, of it it's all it's good uh, yeah basically uh, there was but and like, i get I've been that studying my fucking hoover trivia all weekend and now you're fucking me with these questions about cardi b i don't know what to do yeah i don't know what to do here who the fuck is lizzo <laughs> um and i get that and i want to be sympathetic but like there are so many editions of Trivial Pursuit. I understand that this says classic edition and that can be a little misleading and that is on them. But also you have to expect trivia games to keep up with the times. Yeah. Because like you were alive in 2015. Uh, cool. 
you don't know who Kanye West is, and I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> I, you know what? I, you were alive. You are alive right now. You, you have could have known. You have every opportunity to know these things as much as anybody else does. Like, I, yeah, don't complain because they updated the questions. It's just baffling to me. Oh, this is for young people now. Now it has stuff that happened before when, when they were alive. And I hate it. This is way less racist than the Trivial Pursuit I remember. <laughs> My favorite. This is, oh, man. I mean, we can cut it if we need the time. Okay, okay so this is my favorite Trivial Pursuit story. The reason yeah. I own the, the edition of Trivial Pursuit that I do is because it was given to me by my best friend, who she and I used to play it at a barcade near our college. Um, a good one, too, yeah. Oh, a good one, too. And we didn't know any of the questions because that edition is very old, so all of the, like, pop culture stuff is about the carpenters like you know top and, yeah. <laughs> and so like i we didn't know it but one time we were playing trivia pursuit we were a little bit tipsy and the question was who is sirhan sirhan and i was like i couldn't i didn't even know i i mispronounced the name i said the question completely wrong and this history professor appears <sighs> From the ether in a real fedora with the whole, not a pilby, a real mm. fedora with a wider brim, mm -hmm. a trench coat, a tie, appears out of the ether. That's who killed Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> I know he was a history professor because my friend had him at one point, but I swear to God he was not in the bar <laughs> until I was like, who is Siha, Suha, Sisapa? Just woof. That's who killed Bobby Kennedy. So it was the mysterious um, stranger perk in Fallout. Basically. Um, <laughs> and it's my favorite Trivial Pursuits because it, it summoned him. It did summon this like history demon, which I think is pretty fun. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm almost finished. All right. We got two more. We got two more. Are you ready? Yeah, you're doing fine. Oh, good. Whew. Whew. Amy. One star. Not happy. Didn't even come with the board to play it on the <laughs> box was beat up which was fine but no board <laughs> and, well god bless someone who can pay 50 dollars and maybe it was used but like yeah is it a verified like new purchase um it says verified purchase i don't okay. know if it was nude but it is a verified purchase Ble <laughs> bless someone who can spend 50 bucks and get a beat up box and still say like that's fine that's fine i will fucking take it that's fine i ask for so little do you want to know why why that review was in april uh yeah exactly <laughs> I, I i fucking assumed i didn't ask but i assumed this person tried to order a board game in april like and they then just they wanted something to do they didn't even get a board god Amy, I'm so sorry. And you and you know Amy stubbed their toe that day. Oh, hit Amy. their funny bone, crashed their noggin into like a into like a washing machine door, which yeah. I did today oh, and it hurt, it hurt like a motherfucker. And it was directly after I got a bunch of soap in my eye. <laughs> I got soap in my eye, wandered bleary eyed to the laundry room to switch our laundry over, bang, right into a door. I'm so sorry. Right on the old crown. Oh probably have a concussion oh babe oh <laughs> which babe. is maybe why i ate lotion <laughs> um, we got no, one more huh? evidently you've been planning on eating lotion for like for like two weeks uh, two weeks yeah. you've been thinking i'm gonna eat some lotion can't I wait have for been rehearsing in my head about cannot that wait to make jess watch me eat some lotion <laughs> 
Last review from Tyler. Four stars. This game sucked because the questions were all too hard. This game sucked because the questions were all too hard, but the box made a fart noise when I closed it. So I gave it five stars. Okay. Awesome. I don't know why. Okay. What's funny is they didn't give it five stars. They gave it four. (laughs) Okay. Well... Thanks for your input. It was much appreciated. <laughs> Thank you, Tyler. Um, all right. That was a, that's a good fucking bit. I'm really excited for what what do we got later? Um, More trivial pursuit or No. Another we, board game? Uh we are going to talk about a drinking card game. Oh. Yeah. I like I like the board game thing. That yeah, could be a whole thing. That could, could be a whole, whole bit, but all right. We're gonna lay a bit to bed. Are you ready to lay a bit to bed? I am ready to lay a bit to bed. This is my new recurring segment that will never recur. Laying a bit to bed. I don't remember how taps goes beyond that point. Um, no fucking idea. Uh, we are going to visit a couple of restaurants that have been featured on Kitchen Nightmares. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Now, uh, for new listeners, you may not know that Kitchen Nightmares has a, has a success rate of about 20%, which is really low, it turns out. Um, so there's only a couple more that like I'm going to bother visiting. That makes sense. Yeah. The first one we're going to visit here, I'm like, I'm really excited about. It's a really good episode of Kitchen Nightmares. It's one of my favorites, maybe. Oh. Um, because it's one of those where, like, you can tell the restaurant, you can tell that, like, the food is kind of weird, maybe, but people are, it's probably good. Yeah. It's probably not as bad as they make it out to be, uh, but okay. they really tear the owner a new asshole of the food. <laughs> uh, and it's still open, and it's called Pantaleones. In Denver, Colorado, you will remember this episode because I made you watch it. This is the episode where uh, they purport to have the to have Denver's best pizza. Oh, and it's it's that like thick monster pizza. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, yeah, so yeah, in the episode, yeah, yeah. Gordon orders a thin crust from this old old man that runs Pantaleones, and he gets like the world's largest, thickest, nastiest pizza I have ever seen. Yeah. It's a pizza where like one slice will make you feel bad. It's <laughs> so big and thick and strange. Mm-hmm. And um, Gordon just like digs into him. Came to find out later, Pete, the guy that runs Pantaleons, the guy that owns it, just loves to talk to customers about the Kitchen Nightmares experience. Just loves to fucking jaw and ramble. Yeah. yeah. And um, loves to claim that Gordon Ramsay off screen asked him for his pizza dough recipe because he really liked it. What? So... It's a bullshitty episode, but it's really funny. And uh, we do have a five-star review. We're going to start on Yelp. Okay. We're going to start on Yelp, and then we'll end on Google. 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 We have a five-star review for Pantaleon's New York Pizza in Denver, Colorado. This is by Julia. We were visiting Denver, and my boyfriend is a big fan of Gordon Ramsay. So prior to the trip, I and I also I want to take this opportunity to say I'm not. I watch a lot of Gordo content. I don't like Gordon Ramsay at all. You are not a fan of Gordon Ramsay. You are you are a fan of something entirely different. I am I am a fan of Gordon Ramsay's shameless persona. Yes. Um so prior to the trip I searched to see if he had a restaurant in Denver. He didn't. But I ran across this place due to its due, due to its appearance on Kitchen Nightmares. So we decided to try it out. 
We had a Greek salad that we're still talking about nine months later. Whoa. 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 Well, well, They're going to name their baby salad. <laughs> Can you take a, take a second, you and listeners and everyone, take a second to imagine what it looks like to eat a Greek pizza or a Greek salad that you're still talking about nine months later. It is a salad. I it, it would have to have some really good olives and it would it would have to have some herbs in it that were just like Yeah, sure, but I just it's a it's a salad, y'all. You can make it at home. You can make it at home really easily. Yeah. Um and the pizza. The crust was so good and the pizza flavor was so fresh. I had tiramisu and my boyfriend had cannoli. I definitely recommend the cannoli. It was in a class by itself. If we return to Denver, we'll be back. So that's just setting the scene. Oh, man. I want a cannoli. People love this joint. And it had decent reviews before, uh, before Kitchen Nightmare Studio. Yeah. Um, though you know, maybe they were struggling. Like, I don't know. Uh, one star. This is by GE. Okay. I want to be clear. I only brought that last review because I thought the I thought the Greek salad thing was fucking wild. I know. I know it's wild. It is wild. Because <laughs> you can make it at home. I'm not saying it's not buck wild. You just said what, what would it take. <laughs> For me to remember a so, salad, really for, good olives, sure, really fucking good olives is what it would take it, for me to talk about it nine months later. It's not like David Copperfield showed up and magically whisked some salad into your stomach. That's worth talking about nine months later. You could replicate a Greek salad, though. You can, but what if? What if? What if? What if <laughs> they have real Greek feta? Okay, cool. Go buy some real Greek feta. One star. That's so expensive. One star by G E. General Electric. Yep. Let's General go. Electric is here. Is here and is eating some pizza. This is a long one. It's worth it, though. By far, this is the worst restaurant I have been to in a long time. Oh, boy. I, like so many people, I saw the Kitchen A Nightmare episode and really looked forward to experiencing the so-called gem of the Rockies when we arrived. We were greeted by Pete, the owner, who was the only one there at the time, 1130 in the afternoon. We proceeded to find a seat, which wasn't difficult, as we were the only one in the establishment. No wait staff, only Pete. We ordered Caesar salad. Yes, you have your finger up. What time is 11.30 in the afternoon? A valid question. Okay. We, I, I honestly thought about doing a let me stop you right there. I didn't want to overcomplicate things. Okay. But there's a number of let me stop you right there opportunities in these reviews. Just real quick. Just yeah. what my real quick question was just what time is 11.30 in the afternoon? But go ahead. What time? Yeah, it, who knows go ahead uh, we ordered caesar salad and a small pizza should have gotten the greek one <laughs> i know that's where you went wrong Ugh. caesar caesar didn't know how to do a salad no we had mentioned to pete we had seen the episode and asked him about his experience he said he thought ramsey was a a-hole and he had reverted back to his old menu he said he was losing business 30 percent. we were the only ones there spelled t-h-e-i-r Everybody brace your fucking selves to the ground. When we got our food, he had cut a romaine heart in half and spread dressing on the romaine like peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) That's some thick Caesar dressing. He accompanied that with crotons and shredded cheese that was obviously been left from last night. What a treat. (laughs) Whoa. <laughs> you have no energy, even for the I, even for the nastiest I, I image ne- I've ever shared on this show. It's not the nastiest image. I just it's like that's bad. some fucking that that dressing is sour cream. How do you spread? Like I mean, because otherwise it's just 
I mean, you've seen Kitchen Nightmares. It might be sour cream it, at this point. It might be sour. That I know. So I'm imagining it as peanut butter, <laughs> but the color of Caesar dressing. <laughs> it's pretty gross. Our pizza, our our pizza, our pizza, our, <laughs> our pizza arrived not to be outdone by the salad. The crust was tasteless. The vegetables were raw, and the sausage was tasteless. The sauce was sweet. I oftentimes wonder why failing restaurants would call Chef Ramsay if they refused to change. Good TV. Which doesn't make any sense. No. After we, yeah, because the it's restaurants not, are super concerned with making good television. Yeah, it's also not good television. It's not. After we receive our bill, $35, we were told by Pete 80% of the restaurants on the show fail. I wonder how this has survived. <laughs> we do have a two star review if you're ready. I am ready. This, one, this one's by James. James V for Vendetta. So I first arrive at the restaurant and see the owner with his son smoking in front of the restaurant. I go in to get my order for pickup. I ordered spaghetti with meatballs, linguine a la vodka, and a side order of sausage. Now, remember, the sausage. When I got home, I tried the spaghetti with meatballs. Dish was slightly better than average, but nothing to go out of your way for. The linguine a la vodka was good, but the pancetta was overcooked and very chewy and ended up throwing those out. Parentheses. Pancetta. Now to the bad part. I tried the sausage. Uh-oh. And, uh, <laughs> I'm scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> We're going to learn a lot about James V and their fucking sausage. Oh, God. I tried the sausage, and it reminded me of sausage jerky that was very chewy. Sausage is not supposed to be really chewy unless you want to call it sausage jerky. So I ended up throwing it out and called Pantaleones with my concern. I called, and the owner, parentheses Pete, answered. I told the owner that the sausage is chewy, is very chewy, and asked him if this is normal. He diverted the complaint and told me everything is, quote, fresh. Telling me everything is, quote, fresh has nothing to do with the chewiness of the sausage. He made it sound like customers don't mind a chewy sausage. <laughs> Last time I checked, people do not prefer a very chewy sausage unless they're at a festival getting some sausage jerky. I make... <laughs> You, you've said the term sausage jerky seven times now. That's not it. What is a sausage jerky? Well, if you say it seven times, it, it enters existence, oh, much yikes. much like Bloody Mary. So we're good to go. So Because I keep thinking like like a Slim Jim. Is that a sausage jerky? But they're not really chewy. They just kind of disintegrate. So what's a sausage jerky? I make my own spaghetti from scratch and would never serve, and so does everybody else that owns a jar of Prego. Yeah, like, fuck, who, I mean, who doesn't? Up. Come on. And would never serve meatballs or sausage that have a very chewy consistency. Usually when I call a restaurant with a complaint about the food, they automatically so will this offer... this happens often. This does happen. This happens... Oh, God, James V, Jesus Christ. James V from Vendetta. <laughs> we have not even gotten through like um, half of this bullshit. Oh, I'm so sorry. Usually when I call a restaurant with a complaint about the food, they automatically will offer to refund my card or give me a gift card. So James V is a scammer. Most restaurants have more common sense and would rather accommodate the customer than to argue with a customer. Arguing with the customer is a good way to not get repeat business. Maybe the owner is too stubborn and has too much pride to give in to the customer's needs. Kind of reminds me of the Kitchen Nightmares show. Hey, James. You sound like kind of a prick. So I called a little later to oh. see... Oh, <laughs> uh, James. I, I, I hold it. So Jim, I called Jim. a little later to see if I could get someone different and see how they would respond. I called and reached his wife and told her about the sausage. 
She said she heard about it and made it sound like chewy sausage is okay. She asked me, what do you want me to do about it? It's pretty obvious what they should do about it, as other restaurants automatically offer a refund or a gift card. At this point, I called it done and just ate the cost. At least her voice was more pleasant than the owner's. Parentheses, Pete. The owner's voice tone makes it sound like you're just wasting his time. Can well, you, can Jake, you believe you it? Somebody harasses you about your chewy sausage for 30 minutes, and they sound like they're annoyed? And then calls back and harasses your wife about Baffling. it? Baffling. The owners, yeah, at this point, you get a restraining order. Yeah. On the surface, he may appear to be friendly, but I think there is still some pride, denial, and stubbornness issued that are deep-seated. I would give them about two and a half stars for the pasta dishes I tried and about one and a half stars for their service. Parentheses, half of a star because her voice was halfway pleasant. I think Gordon Ramsay should have done a makeover on the owner's customer service skills as well. What the actual fuck just happened? I've so, read that review so many times and it doesn't get old or more normal. James is a scammer. <laughs> James James is a is a con man and a crook. All right, everybody, step right up, step right up. Look at these complaints I've got. 99 cents for all these complaints. Chewy sausage. Chewy cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha. Pen-cha-cha. Sour lemons. Stop at the gift store on your way out for some sausage jerky. Um, James is a scammer and a fuck. So I like I I am one hundred percent like not in James's court. Like you were at the part of the roller coaster where you are the most nauseous and the most done with being on this roller coaster that you regret because it's at a county fair and it's not well built and you are maybe gonna die. And at the worst moment you read, and then I called a little bit later to try and get somebody else to harass Pete's wife. To continue vamping about this chewy sausage. One star from Jim S. Buckle the fuck up. How does so pizza- is this just James under a, a new I moniker? Think this it's is just James under a new moniker. Just, now it's Jim, Jim S. One star had a pizza here a few nights ago, and what a disappointment. The stra- the staff is friendly enough, and their other food may be fine, but stay away from the pie. I ordered a sausage pizza, and instead <gasps> of getting hang on, and instead of getting pizza sausage, I got an actual sausage sliced up into pieces and put on top. Ridiculous. But was it chewy? How chewy was it, Jim Jim? Including the fact that one of the pieces was the actual round end of the sausage. Amazing. And not in a good way. Also, the pie was runny and not put together very well. But what we care about is the fact that somebody ordered a sausage pizza. And when they didn't get the bullshit, like, packing peanut sausage, when they didn't get the sausage that's maybe, like, 50% sawdust, (laughs) they were upset. They were pretty upset. It was a one-star experience. It was not ground sausage. It was it was a one-star experience when they cracked their box and it wasn't shitty Jimmy Dean's. <laughs> and it was like what it says on the tin, which I'm pretty sure is sausage. <laughs> I think you ordered a pizza that said sausage and you got textbook definition classic Italian sausage. But was it chewy? <laughs> I don't care about anything else. The butt end was probably a little chewy. Yeah, you, probably, get, you get a lot probably. of casing on that little. Yeah, son of a bitch. you do. Get that all that puckered casing all gathered up. Mm, good stuff. I um, don't like the word puckered. 
Oh, we're gonna blast that way. That took way too long. Those reviews are so fucking long, but so good. Um, I have another good one too from Yelp, but we're gonna skip it. Okay, we're going to Google. We got to do a couple Google reviews. So, like, that's the Yelp community, right? Chewy sausage, not not pizza sausage. Not Turns out, pizza, pizza sausage, sausage is a different thing. It is. That's the Yelp community. Google. This is a five star review by Richard. I live in the UK. <laughs> uh oh so sadly can't visit but having seen the kitchen nightmares episode i just had to look online in the hope you were still going strong parentheses i've done this with other episodes only to find they are closed down spoiler alert there is a website that'll tell you if they're open or closed there's a whole website that's what i use wow it's i didn't readily... know there was a whole website dedicated to just whether or not yeah there's like two of them Holy they're shit. readily available they're not mobile friendly but it's fine I'm just saying, Richard did not have to delve into this research on their own. Great to see you're not only still going, but going strong with some excellent reviews. A lovely family, working hard and deserving only the best. So pleased for you. Best witches from Great Britain. (laughs) (laughs) And a five-star review from Claire. I've never been to Denver. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I live in England. But I've just seen Kitchen Nightmares and wanted to check if you were still doing well. I'm really pleased for you all. Keep it up. X. Oh. <laughs> Capital X. Oh, it's like a kiss. It's like a little kiss. Yeah. Keep there's, it up. Um, we got to go to the break, but there's like two more of those. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> If yes, my shit is unlocked before you ask. If your life is a fucking mess, send us a mail, mail. on the pony distress. Pony distress. I've got two things real quick. Okay. Let's get those two things real quick. Thank you so much, listener Alicia, for leaving us a review on um, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called. It was really, really sweet. It made me smile. If you are a person who is comfortable like Alicia embracing the irony of reviewing a reviews show, please uh, drop us a review on your podcatcher of choice. It uh, helps out. Um, from the Facebook end of things, I just want to say that listener Will says that licking a 9-volt battery is like spicy food or ginger ale. <laughs> so there's that. You're just saying. You're just that's saying all there's that. That's um, all I've got. That's all I've got. Yeah, so thank you everybody who reached out about looking at 9-Volt. Uh, I, I did I did crunch the numbers on everybody's responses here and on Twitch and everywhere. Uh, tallied the numbers. It is about 99% yes, people have looked at 9-Volt. There's a couple of outliers. I guess they just like grew up without 9-Volt batteries. I don't know. But, but generally what I've picked up is if you had them, you licked them and you, <laughs> you liked it. So that's... That's just science. That's just science right there. That's just science. Those I thought you would challenge me on how cold not hard numbers that right was, there. Okay, fine. No, those are cold. That's cold hard evidence. Fine. Taking yes and to a whole new level. <laughs> um, I wanted to thank, before I get to an email that we got, I wanted to thank uh, just a few people for like being cool on Twitter. I also have a review I want to share. Um, I wanted to thank listener Danielle again for um, sharing us with like a Twitter tastemaker. 
oh, rec- recommending yeah. us on Twitter. Thank you so much for that. It's always super helpful. They actually liked your response. So like maybe they'll actually listen to us. Probably not. But like maybe. But like maybe. You know, maybe, maybe. 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 You're the best. Uh, and sorry I missed that. So we've got, uh, we had a review sent in from listener Victoria. longtime listener. Good to hear from you again. Uh, and this is a review for a Mexican restaurant. Five stars. It's kind of long. Okay. This is by Canon. It's on Yelp. During COVID time, lunch has become a meal of convenience. Get it, eat it, and move on. If it's not fast and easy, we can no longer be bothered. Today was different. While thumbing through Instagram and sipping this morning's coffee, this morning's coffee... A very luxurious phrasing. <laughs> I took note of the crunchy wrap supremo. I don't know what this part means. It's not ITB, which means it might as well be Tibet. But today I decided to take the plunge and a few hours later made the drive to Durham down the meandering nether regions of I-40. I waited patiently at Durham Food Hall while my wrap was both crunchied and supremoed. The architecture was enjoyable enough and I even purchased a lovely, a lovely chambray mask from Mask Maker Mask Maker while I waited. At Mdregs descended into the commons as if from Olympus itself with a box full of goodies I didn't quite understand at the time, knowing I had had to return across the endless RTP desert and into the bowels of Raleigh. He delayed the cooking of our food until my arrival so as to ensure, and I quote, maximum crunch retention. The whole drive home was a blur. I turned on my seat warmers underneath the ex voto box, that's the name of the restaurant, because the commercial told me to. <laughs> Thank Quetzalcoatl, I did. After 30 grueling minutes, the box landed softly in my kitchen, still warm. The intricate paper wrapping was as mesmerizing as the supremo aroma was intoxicating. The Ash County hoop cheese hit first. Like a cheesy waterfall into a pool of bliss, it washed over everything that was wrong with my day until that moment. The crunch, it crunched. The supremo. It made me thankful that my grandfather survived World War II so that someday I might be born into the same universe as this rap. The house-cured bacon and pickled jalapenos sinked like drunken teenagers on a tidal wave of chipotle crema. Each bite made me want to thank my parents for their sacrifices. If I had reasonable expectations about what a weekday lunch could accomplish, where well, I'm just going to keep going, they are now dead. When all that remained was the final bite, I wept like a child. I traveled 42 miles round trip, but would have gladly traveled to the moon and back for the mere chance at recreating the exhilaration I experienced today. From now on, my life will be divided into two chapters. Everything after the Crunchwrap Supremo and the bitter emptiness before. I will not drive all the way to Durham for a meeting or to visit family. But you can bet your sweet tushy I'll do it for another dining experience at X Voto Taco. Well, damn. I Pretty fucking well written. Um, So that's cool. That was, that was a little bit longer than I realized, but it's super fucking that's good. That's okay. I'm sorry I dropped my phone on the floor during it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Um, and I wanted to give a big shout out to listener Benoit. It's been a little while. How's it going? Um, and Benoit shared some recommendations for you. Those are for your eyes. You need to take a look oh, at those oh, when you get I a will, chance. I will. Some topic suggestions there. And also, uh, I wanted to plug Benoit's GoFundMe, which is for uh, their dog's knee surgery. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll send out a link on Twitter if you want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their dog needs knee surgery and they don't have a uh, super good means to take care of that right now. So um, looks like they're 20% of the way there. And, oh, good. Okay. Uh, we'll tweet that out. And if yeah. anyone wants to contribute to that, that would be super cool. Um, there's also some very cute videos. So 
check that out if you have the uh, the means and the time. And with that, I think we're ready to get back into it. Cool. So awesome. are, you, are you ready for a drinking game? Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot that's what we're doing. Yes, 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 yes. So we are going to talk about Buzzed. Warning, this is the game that gets you and your friends tipsy. It's from the makers of What oh, Do You okay. Meme? I hate everything about this. I know. Um, basically, let me, let, let's, let's make a list because I'm sure it'll get longer. Tipsy? Come on. Really? We're not going to go hard? We're going we're gonna to dial our language back to just tipsy? Tipsy. So we're not committing to the bit. No. We're not. This is, this is, this is like, whatever. <laughs> I, it's $20, so that's cool. Okay. And then what do you mean is, is uh, we don't even need to talk about that. Um, so basically, the premise of this game is it's cards that say things like, um, everyone must take a sip of their drink without using their hands. The next player you make eye contact with must take a drink. If you're wearing a hat, be a gentleman and tip it when you sip it. F- fucking I, garbage. F- yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I don't need to know anything else to roundly call this product fucking trash. Um, and then other things like, if you like cottage cheese, take a drink. So it's not, but uh, the the thing about a drinking game is that there has to be some kind of like narrative tension, right? There has to be a like, you have to drink as like a consequence kind of thing. Or like you're encouraged to drink, but only if you get, if only if you do this thing first, or only if fucking Anderson Cooper says this thing he says all the time, or like whatever. Like those are drinking games. You don't know how much you're going to drink and that's fun, which I guess is part of this, but it's just cards that tell you to drink. So, so like I could just make a deck of cards that it's just like, Take a drink. Take a drink. Take a drink. Um, Like, what's the fucking point? The consequence. Drinking is the consequence of liking cottage cheese. Right. Okay. But that's not, that's nothing. It is. It is nothing. (laughs) It is nothing. Um, Let's set the stage. College kids with a stack of cups made a better game than this bullshit. That's true. (laughs) It takes dexterity. It does. It takes hand-eye coordination. Uh, Kings is a better game than this, and you can play that with a deck of cards. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Anna D is going to set the stage for us. Are you ready? Yeah, one, come on, Anna. One star. Oh, good. Y- yikes. Oh, good. This game was made by virgins. <laughs> This this game this game was made by some Amish folks who were like trying out the real world for a little bit. What is that called? On their rumspringa. Yeah. yeah. This was made during a rumspringa. <laughs> you know? What else is there? Oh, you like cottage cheese. Write that down, Jebediah. <laughs> you have brown hair. Prudence. <laughs> let's let's make a let's make a card where every time Josiah says pussy, he has to take a drink. <laughs> Josiah says pussy entirely too much. <laughs> I like that these are the British Amish. <laughs> like a little English Amish. Um Jonathan also has a one star review. Um That's me. Got a wireless doorbell, not the game. <laughs> <laughs> Got a wireless doorbell, not the game. One star. Well, you know what? You're gonna get, you know what you're gonna get more use out of that wireless doorbell. Yeah, yeah. That, every time, listen. Every time somebody rings, that you drink, and it's the same game. It's the same game. Um, <laughs> and it's pretty convenient. No installation required. Barely. 
little duct tape here and there, bing, bang, boom, you got yourself a door, a, a ringer. Ring, ring, ring. Um, <laughs> so on some of the cards, evidently I, there was like trivia, I guess. And then I, I assume that if you don't get the trivia right, you have to drink. Okay, I don't so know. there is some game. Uh, maybe. Some, some game included. Amazon customer alludes to there being some game in their one-star review. Point slope formula is wrong. <laughs> yes. Fuck yes. I have a one-star review because one card says to drink if you know the point slope formula. It is incorrect and bothers me. It gives the slope intercept formula rather than the point slope formula. And I find it insulting. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this game was made by virgins who don't know math. I can't figure yeah. out. I can't, that, that's a Venn diagram that doesn't make sense. That's not a Venn diagram that this like. This game was made by virgins who don't know math. That doesn't. That those circles are completely independent. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. To. I don't know why why the Amish wouldn't learn the point slope. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to rationalize not teaching Amish people the point slope formula for some reason. I was like, well, no, they wouldn't learn that. But I mean, I guess yeah, Amish do know math. I mean, yeah, like <laughs> math whatever, isn't yeah. Satan. I have no idea what the, what that educational structure looks like, but me neither. I, the but point they, slope formula might very well be in there. They probably learned some math in school, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon customer has a two-star review. More like sobering. The lamest game ever. Quote, drink if you've been to Wyoming. Quote, like, woohoo, Barbara went to Wyoming. Let's get lit. <laughs> no, we went through the cards and they were all awful. So we couldn't, wouldn't play it. Waste of money. Wish I could return it. Two stars because it shipped quickly. But other than that, the game is terrible. Barbara went to Wyoming. Let's get lit. <laughs> That's exactly what we would have done if we'd been like gifted this or something yeah. and then tried to play because we would not buy this. No, we would try to play it. Then we'd be like, these are all garbage. Are they all garbage? We would do like two cards, flip through the rest of them and then just like watch Chopped or whatever. <laughs> we just we would just drink every time Ted Allen wouldn't shut the oh, fuck up. Every time Ted Allen opened his gosh darn mouth, <laughs> we'd be drunk in a minute. <laughs> Sam has kind of a problem. Two stars, not my type. This drinking game has a lot of popularity, but it's very biased. Most cards wouldn't apply to a Midwestern person. If you've done this, drink or would you rather type cards. I had to put a spin on the game to make it enjoyable. If I was a city or college type person, it might have been good, but I'm not. So do they teach the point slope formula in the Midwest? I don't know. Is that where the virgins who don't know math are? Oh, maybe. Are they in the Midwest? Oh, you know what? Yeah, fucking they are. Shit. I just, yeah, I've never, right. I've never heard that a game <laughs> wouldn't apply to a Midwestern person. I know, right? Like, that just seems strange. This drinking card game won't apply to a Midwestern person. It's fun if you work in an office, but if you produce the nation's food, I don't know if I you're going to like don't it. I just know. I just, ey, ey. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Melissa has one other concern. Three stars. Um, really? Had some cards that were for under 21-year-olds? It's a drinking game. One, it's wasted cards for actual adults and was just annoying. And two, um, it's illegal to drink under 21. <laughs> okay, all right. Fucking calm down. 
All right. <laughs> fucking Melissa's bringing the heat. Fucking pop your boots off for two seconds and put them up and maybe like take a breath. Hey, we don't we don't need to come down on people. We it's don't. fine. But also, also that is weird. Well, it's weird, but I would like to remind Melissa and everyone that 21 is the drinking age in America. Yeah, it, it also is very American-centric. Yeah. And also, I'm pretty sure there are some states where if you are 18 or older and you are with your parents in your home, you, uh. you're, I think South Carolina is one of them, where if you are over 18 and you are with your parents in your home, then uh. your parents can give you alcohol and that's like okay Um, okay. but i don't know what all i don't know which state i think i think south carolina's like that but cool okay so anyway yeah melissa Uh uh-huh cool your jets some states you can drink under 21 as long as you're over 18 and you are with your guardian this is not an educational podcast sorry I just thought it was interesting. Fun facts with Jess. Fun facts with that. Okay. Come into my fact corner. My whole life is an educational podcast. And if you you don't want to know things, don't talk to me. I mean, you listen to a lot of conspiracy podcasts. So I would maybe, I would maybe pump the brakes on that language. Um, I have learned a lot of fun facts from my conspiracy (laughs) theory podcasts. Sometimes listen, listen, the crazy shit is usually fact is the the stuff that isn't crazy shit is usually factual. It's like factual. And then they just put in crazy shit (laughs) to bridge the gaps. (laughs) Proceed. So like, this is why bumblebees are able to fly. It's really fascinating. Also, maybe they're aliens. Exactly. It's it's like, it's like, here's some knowledge. Here's the, Ooh, here's some knowledge. Here's the, Oh, maybe they got aliens help to do that. What do you think? (laughs) We've got reviews for the old Hitching Post. This is another episode of Kitchen Nightmares. It's, it's honestly one I that, remember this restaurant. You think so? Yeah, I, the it, old Hitching Post, I think I've seen. This one honestly flew under the radar for me. I had to like go back and watch it and, and remember what it's about. It's um, it's a re- it's strange because it's a really classic one, mm-hmm. and it's pretty funny, but it's not one that I would point to to be like, this is the one you should watch. I'd maybe point to Pantaleons, but not this <laughs> one. Um, the general narrative is that you have a you have a father owner and a daughter owner, and the plan was to buy the restaurant and give it to the daughter once it was like good to go. Mm-hmm. But it's been like five years or whatever. Yeah, the dad I've hasn't seen, done it. Okay, I've you seen this one. I've seen this one. This is the one where the owner is like fucking insistent on fresh frozen food, on like food being fresh even though it's frozen. Yeah, and, and just like yeah, 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 really will die on that cross. One hundred percent unwilling like, to give up on that. It was frozen fresh, so it is still fresh. <laughs> it was is like the whole. Yeah. That's the yeah. whole episode. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that's the old hitching post, which is now run by the daughter. Mm. Oh, good. Finally. E- exclusively, yeah. Andrea is her name. I do not remember the father's name. He did not come up in the reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, do, we have Yelp first. Okay. We're going to do some Yelp. Five stars. Five stars from Brian P., who's really living their best life. <laughs> Me and my boyfriend were looking for Damien's and stumbled upon this hidden gem. The first night we sat at the bar and ordered Moscow mules, and they were so delish. We split the two fillets over Parmesan risotto with a little red glaze with mushrooms and asparagus. It was so yummy. I woke up in the middle of the night to eat the leftovers. Risotto? Can you imagine waking? You're so fucking horny for that asparagus that you wake up in the middle of the night to eat it. Honestly, if it was something other than us, but roasted asparagus, I can genuinely think about being so excited for that 
like but you're gonna it's three in the morning you've just woken up from a bad dream and you're like you know what's gonna you know what's gonna settle my tummy and my anxieties that good roasted piss vegetable okay (laughs) i will alter it for me because i don't i don't eat in the middle of the night when i get up okay um but i would eat it for breakfast I would be so excited. I would jump out of bed and be like, I'm going to eat that asparagus for Fuck. breakfast. I want to make fun of you, but I would eat 100%. it. I, would, I will eat literally anything for breakfast and sometimes in the shower. It was so yummy. Oh, my God. I already did that. We went back. <laughs> we went back a week later on a Friday and we're seated right away. And our waitress was so friendly and understanding I wasn't eating carbs and joked about dessert just in case. We were in and out so quick our car was still warm. We live it here and thought for a minute to even post this because I'm afraid of more people finding out how good it is. We won't have as much luck getting in and out next time. We will forever be regulars. Man, asparagus breakfast. And and regular if you're having asparagus for breakfast, probably. I mean, that's good for you, right? It's got um, some fiber, I think. It's got some fiber, I think. I um, want to eat asparagus now and also a cannoli, but not together. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, I mean, I would think the cannoli out of left field we got a two-star review this is by lisa b i've been here multiple times and the food has always been amazing but my experience tonight with a to-go order brought the place down we're gonna do a little let me stop you right there okay just real quick okay real quick just just pull the trigger right away i got a to-go salad and soup and when i got home the salad was dressed I went back and said the dressing wasn't on the side. And could I have a new one? Being it's for my lunch tomorrow. Aww. <laughs> Aww. That's so sad. I've never heard of anyone pre-buying a lunch for a, 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 a salad lunch for the next day from a restaurant. But it's smart. Is it? If you get this dressing on the side and you well, don't have yeah. too many wet ingredients. Well, yeah. You would get the dressing on the side. But also, it just seems like if, if your plan is to prepare for tomorrow's lunch, you could also just go get you could lettuce go, and yeah. croutons and, and maybe a little onion, some tomatoes, a little I bit of cheese. Mean, I think that people should make salad at home. It's all I'm saying. I, d- I, I agree. I am pro salad at home. but You do you, of course. It just, it's just, it just seems sad. like a lot. It seems like a lot. It just seems like a lot. Um, she took the salad and had them make me a new one, but, but proceeded to throw statistics at me saying, quote, well, 95% of people pr- prefer the dressing on the salad. So if you're ordering something, you should think about how it normally comes and that's how it'll come. I don't believe that people want their to-go salad wilted and soggy when they get home. And as a customer, I shouldn't sit there and be spoken to in that way. Let alone, I've never ordered to- a to-go salad that didn't come with the dressing on the side. Yeah, me neither. So, <laughs> wait a second. 95%. Where did that come? 95% of people? Nine out of 10 salad makers like, agree. I, well, the the dressing goes me? on immediately. Well, 95% of people like their wet their salad wet when, when they walk out the door. Okay. 95% of people like their salad marinated. You don't what just make fuck? a salad on the spot. You stick it in the fridge overnight. It makes me the You let I, it really I, soak in and then you can slurp it with with Gross. a straw. Ah. I got my salad and it was <laughs> tossed together. <laughs> I've got a good one about a super rude hostess, but we're going to skip it because we're going over. I've got a one star review. This is from Mel B. Are you ready? Are you present? Are you ready? I am present. I am ready. Okay. I sadly write this awful review. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, no shit. I had wonderful memories of this place with my mom. That was years ago. It's changed. 
The food was just okay. Our waitress was hostile, impatient, and mean. Because our dinners were taking forever, we asked for more bread. That was the first time we annoyed her. She brought some, grudgingly. We gave her a coupon. That was the second time we annoyed her. She gave us the bill. Plus the bill for the guy behind us. Plus his credit card. (laughs) Oh, no. I called this to her attention. That was number three. She gave the man behind us his bill and his credit card and for some reason told him, quote, I'm sorry. These ladies behind you just don't understand their bill. What? What? Why would she say that? My sister said, we understand our bill. We don't understand why you gave us his credit card. Our waitress yelled as she was walking away. Thanks for telling me that. Then she gave us our correct bill with a 20% gratuity added to our total. (gasps) We had no intention of giving her a tip like that. We called the manager over to ask her to take the gratuity off. Andrea, I assume. She took out Bill away without hearing our story. When she came back, it was without the tip included and said, when things get said, people get excited and things get blown out of proportion. What? Again. We went there for a nice night out. We didn't start out grumpy and looking for a fight like our waitress was. The manager played devil's advocate. The customer is always right, especially when they're right. We will never be back. And that's too bad because I really like going there with my mom. And I drive by there twice a day. (laughs) (laughs) And now every time you drive past it, you're going to think, thanks for telling me that. (laughs) Every time you drive past it, that the wound is going to itch and burn like Harry Potter's scar. Oh my god. Voldemort must be near. That's what Harry Potter sounds like. Oh, I'm nauseous. The credit card. Oh, it's a visa. I understand my bill. (laughs) (laughs) What a bizarre interaction. What a bizarre interaction. They don't understand their bill. (laughs) These people just don't understand their bill. Here's your visa. Like, what? To drive past there twice, twice a, a day. day. <laughs> oh my. Oh fuck. Five stars from Andrew. I love this restaurant solely because I want to stress not a capital letter in this whole review. Okay. It kind of makes it. I love this restaurant because my personal hero, hero Gordon James Ramsay, has visited them personally. I love that man with all of my achy, breaky heart. Can't remember what the food tastes like because every time I go in there, I am overwhelmed with Ramsey-fueled emotions. Hopefully one day this will change. If not, I guess I don't mind. Ramsey was the magnet that pulled me to this establishment and the mediocre or good food I don't remember is what keeps me coming. (laughs) That and the fond emotional connection to Sir Gordon that I feel when I am traipsing around this place. He's not a sir, right? <laughs> no. Would, oh, thank <laughs> I would be really sad if Gordon Ramsay got knighted. Oh, yeah. I would be. That's kind of a mean thing to say, maybe, but yeah. I think I would be. You would be sad? I think I would be, like, kind of disappointed. Yeah. In the Queen of England or? Yeah, I guess. I, I think so. I don't know who decides. Whoever, whoever is it, does is knighting. Is it Queenie who does the? Is it? I, I don't know. I don't Probably. Re- I, I don't think it's like so. a committee. I don't think it's like the Oscars. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is. Yeah, there's not like the SAG Council giving out those awards. Yeah, like maybe it's maybe it's maybe like sometimes 
you know, nighting season rolls around. So like they put ads in all the film magazines and shit like, you know, consider but, consider uh, fucking Gordon Ramsay for this year's nighting ceremony. I, maybe I should look up how it works because genuinely <laughs> I just, I was like, how, how, do you, how do you think it works, brain? And my brain said, oh no, she gets up and she thinks, mm, Elton John. <laughs> Elton John's a knight now. I don't think they would knight Gordon Ramsay because I'm sure... He sold his soul to the American devil? Because he sold his soul to the American devil. Yeah, that is the American public, basically. Um, We were talking about this last night. I don't know what content Gordon Ramsay makes that's specifically, like, in the UK or about the UK. There's probably something he does. Because he does everything. So there's probably something. But he seems very much committed to not shitting in his own backyard. (laughs) He seems completely unwilling to shit where he eats. Yeah. You know, like he he is extremely British. Yeah. Really fucking British. Makes exclusively American content. Because we are dirty and nasty <laughs> and we will eat it all. And we'll he it all knows up? it. He's like, these are dirty, nasty people. <laughs> and they want to see me pull out this chicken cutlet that's been like sitting on some cooked chicken. My my straw goes all the way across the pond and into your milkshake, and I drink it up. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. That's it. That's what happens. <laughs> Five stars. This is a Google review. Five stars. This is a Google review. This is by Nemo. You ready for a Google review? By Nemo. I'm only here after watching Kitchen Nightmares on YouTube. Wish I could visit, but it's a far cry from New Zealand. (laughs) I haven't been, but I'm glad you're still open. Best wishes to your future. Oh, gosh. Five stars from Steven. Steven's a local guide. Doesn't matter here. Seen this restaurant in Kitchen Nightmares. I hope it's doing better, but I'm glad to see it's actually open. I've looked up 20 plus restaurants that have been on that show and almost none of them are still open. 95% are closed, actually. In the last review. It's a five-star review from Ghost White. Have not been here yet, but will. And so glad to see it's still open. I am a truck driver, and in my travels, have been trying to follow all of Chef Ramsay's kitchen nightmares in 20 <laughs> 24 hours to hell and back successful kitchens. If you were unaware, there is a show on Hulu called and on Fox called Gordon Ramsay's 24 Hours to Hell and Back. It is the worst fucking title I've ever heard in my life. And it's set in America. And it's, wouldn't you know it, set in America. Unfortunately for me, it is hard for me due to not being able to fit a semi in parking lots. But Uber and Lyft love me, lol. But keep up the awesome work. Hope to enjoy a meal soon. Robert. (laughs) Robert the truck driver who has made it a side quest to visit every successful kitchen featured on a Gordon Ramsay program. Sometimes you're a completionist and I get that. I, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm making fun of that. I think it's fucking phenomenal. I think it's pretty great. I think it's pretty pretty awesome. Honestly, I think yeah. Robert's on a good quest. I think that as side quests go, that sounds like a fun one. Not and it sounds like a one. fun way to get through a truck driving job. Yeah, it does. Um, you know what else is fun? What else is fun? Getting in touch with us. Oh, okay. Oh, It can be. I mean, I think it is. It can be. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can reach us on email at foreveracritic at gmail.com on Facebook at facebook.com slash critic everyone and on twitter at critic everyone you can also hang out with us at twitch on twitch.twitch.tv it's, uh-huh. it's, it's twitch.tv and then our name 
uh, critic everyone. And uh, we do some fun stuff there, and that's fun. Uh, cool. And um, um, yeah, go ahead and do the rest of it. Thank you to X-Ray FM for having us on the network. If you want to check out their other great content, you can find it at xraypod.com. Um, we would like to thank Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our fucking little bop of an ad break tune. We've got uh, Jazar with Green Lights, which is the song you're about to hear, and it's like pretty good. And then we have Steve Combs with Drag Chains, which is the best theme song you'll ever hear in any podcast ever. Pretty much. Um, thank you to Oliver for our artwork. And it's super good. On that note. Oh, yes. I did have one more thing that I was uh-huh. going to say for the very end because it is kind of sad. But if we have any listeners who are in Iowa, I just want to say that our hearts go out to you because Iowa experienced a natural disaster and it has not been on the news. So if no. we have any listeners in Iowa and there is something that we can signal boost on Twitter or Something. Let us know. Yeah, um, for because yeah. it was not in the news, and there's a lot of Iowans that are have been without power all week and are in some pretty dire situations. So, yeah. um, good call. That's that's a sad thing, but uh, but if you want more happy stuff, we'll catch you next Wednesday. We'll catch we'll catch <laughs> we'll catch your ass next Wednesday. We'll see where we're at. You yeah, we'll we'll get that ass next Wednesday. Don't you <laughs> okay, worry. Well. <laughs> A little aggressive a little on that aggressive. one. Huh? Okay. So, so, so we Whoops, won't do dial that. it back. Whoop. Rip, 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 r